0: Welcome to Uncommon Sense. Craig Kamanus and Dean Holmes host Uncommon Sense, where they discuss key business ideas on how to improve financial planning businesses. Thanks for listening, and on to the next episode. Good
1: afternoon, everyone. It's Uncommon Sense. Number 13, some would say unlucky for some, but uh, not for me and Dean today because uh, we're really looking forward to talking to you about reflection and direction um, and, and how that's all going to work given the end of the financial year is done, we're we're into July, but it's now at that point where it's time that businesses should be doing one of my favourite things and that's just stopping for that moment and going back and going, what did we actually do last year, what worked, what didn't? And then, obviously, uh, setting the direction for the next. And uh, none better to get this conversation started than my co-host, Mr. Dean Holmes. Dean, welcome. How are you, mate?
0: G'day, Craig. Good, good. Thank you. Uh, I've had the computer bad luck for for the thirteenth episode, <laughs> but we're uh, back on track, and we're constantly learning how to how to do the technology better. Uh, yep. But yes, uh, welcome everyone who's watching live or who was watching uh, in repeat. It's the same content. Uh, anyone that is watching live, please uh, put any questions uh, in the chat of LinkedIn or YouTube uh, and we'll actually be able to see them live and talk through them as we go. Uh, but as Craig said, we're focused on reflection and direction uh, for the topics of conversation today and really how how we normally start these uh, discussions and considerations is actually with a couple of really good questions, which Craig and I have... Uh, prepared ahead of time to give you the real answers that we have. Uh, but I haven't heard Craig's answer, so I'm quite looking looking forward to it. So the two questions that we ask ourselves in business meetings at, at this time of year is just reflect on either the past quarter or the past year, depending on uh, whether it's a quarterly or annual meeting and really think about what a uh, business win that you might have had and also secondly, a personal win. And so just by doing that, it allows you to stop and think, as Craig suggested, on what happened last year and what are the wins that we want to that we want to celebrate. And it's really good to share with your business partners and, and for us, everyone out there as well, what your personal wins are as well. Because if we go to work every day and we don't think and work on our personal side as well, then what's the point? So, Craig, uh, yes. you've had some time to think uh, since this morning. <laughs> so let us uh, and the community hear about your personal wins uh, and your business wins for the last 12 months.
1: All right, mate, thank you. Um, so for the business win perspective, I guess it's, um, you know, paragem had its first big year um, with a new parent company in Diverger. And um, as we know, change always gets people thinking. And so, you know, we've, we've successfully, you know, really cemented uh, the paragem business into a great parent company that has the same focus on service um, and making sure that advice businesses are getting the, the right level of services. And so um, for me to have embedded that in um, to keep Paragem's DNA to what it actually was, which is what attracts our partner businesses to work with us, we've kept that in shape. But we've also, you know, done some uh, spring cleaning. You know, we we brought a new logo in and, and we've, we've u- we're have we updating our web page, which is going to go live soon. Um, and so, you know, and we had great growth um, and we continue... To reflect, you know, when I did the reflection on all of the businesses and practices that we work with, um, and shared those with someone the other day, their reflection was, "Wow, you've really got a really nice, great set of businesses there that are all focused on the right thing." So, my business win was that the paradigm uh, managed the change well. Uh, it, it achieved its goals that we set out for it for it to achieve. Uh, we've got a, a great group of practices um, who all have that win-win mentality with us. Um, and you know, even though we're spring cleaning and, and changing a few little things around how we look and stuff, the feel is still the same, and we've managed to keep it that way.
0: Brilliant! That's very that's very good, Craig. And and personal win for the for the period.
1: Um, you know, this might seem cliche, but I've got to say, uncommon sense, Dean. Like, uh, you know, thirteen episodes ago, uh, now uh, you threw down that challenge for for you and I um, to do uh, one of these every fortnight. Um, and I guess, you know, I've had lots of people say to me when I tell them that this was actually a very anxious moment for us. Um, mm. And that's something very vulnerable for me to uh, go. And people go, oh, we couldn't tell. You and Dean just seem to flow and have fun and it doesn't look. <laughs> but, you know, when we first started this, th- I can speak for myself, but I was incredibly nervous. Mm. Um, it was an anxious moment for me to actually put ourselves out there um, and and go live. Um, but it's it's a goal that we set together. And I think that's really important from a personal perspective. I, mean, I like having goals with other people. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're achieving what we wanted to, Dean. And that's uh, just getting messages out there that hopefully, you know, one person might find you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, as long as it's one. And even if that one is you, Craig, it's good. That's uh, right. So that's really good. So that's a good exercise that we love to do uh, in terms of understanding business wins and personal wins. Uh, from my perspective, Craig, just to open up as Good. well. I was gonna say you, know, you
1: can't get away with not telling us. <laughs> not
0: get not getting away. Facilitators have to do the same thing at all at all times. Um, so we have to drink drink our medicine, of course. So business win for us over the and for me over the last 12 months has really been kind of the finishing of a of a particular business strategy that we're we've been trying to do for two years, which is essentially streamline the number of different businesses that I was working in. So wearing, uh, and we've always talked about all these multiple hats, Craig, but I was wearing a lot of different hats, which included being full-time advisor, full-time running an AFSL and full-time coaching. Uh, and the realization and, and the finishing it at, at sort of 30 June was that when you try to do too many things, you actually do them all poorly. Uh, and so the clarity that we've got as a business and myself personally, by now, only focusing my efforts on one thing has been really, really valuable and powerful. And obviously, I couldn't do it without my business partners, Paul and Stella, who I hope are on the on the call. Uh, but yeah, Paul and Stella have definitely helped create this uh, our help create and execute our business strategy. So that's my uh, business win for the for the Absolutely. year in terms of what we've been thinking. But part of that is obviously moving to Paratrum, Craig, as a, as an AFSL for some of our firms uh as part of implementing that as well personal win for the last 12 months was really actually um getting back on uh getting back and doing my running and i did my first uh first marathon in three years in in canberra in in april and so that was a that was a challenge because i hadn't run for uh run that distance for a long long time um first first and foremost and so it was a terrible time it was a terrible uh, day, and I got cramps and all—all all the cramps in my legs and all the all the things that uh, you can get when you run for four and a half hours. Uh, but it was a good achievement, and I'm still uh, looking forward to the next one. So I'm not—I'm not finished just yet. So that's Excellent. a great opening, Craig. In terms of what we like to do in in part of this reflection, and so the next thing that we wanted to share and think about. Um, uh paul said uh and the birth of my daughter is also a um (laughs) uh, especially when it's spelled correctly mr barrett um the um the other tool and thing that we wanted to share craig on on your side in terms of this reflection side is 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 essentially this four-step process which we can't put on the screen uh but you can walk us through and we can definitely put it in the chat uh, on linkedin as well And this is a four-step process in terms of reflecting on your year, but also a project that you might have worked on, Craig.
1: Correct, mate. And, um, you know, I learned this from uh, I was lucky enough to spend a week at the Wharton Business School, um, and we had a a great couple of people come in and and do this exercise with us, which sort of felt like a (laughs) 12-month plan all in one day. Yeah. Um, And and one of the things that they they spoke about at the end really thing was what they called an after-action review right now it could be an after action review, it could be a debrief. I think in America they use this word hot wash, whatever whatever that <laughs> whatever means. That it, could means. Be, it could be wrap up uh, it could be post-mortem. Um, in one extreme, I think it was called a mishap investigation. but um, really it's just actually sitting down um, after the event and asking yourself four questions. Um, and those four questions are one, you know what did you intend? What did you intend to do? Um, and, and making sure that you're clear on that, what actually happened. And then what actually happened is number two. So what did we intend, number one? Number two, what actually happened? Um, then number three, if there was a gap, um, either positive or negative, why did that occur? Uh, and number four is what would you do differently next time?
0: Yeah.
1: Now, there are four easy, pretty easy points to work through, Dean, right? And it shouldn't take a lot of time. Um, and when you look at that, you go, "God, you went all the way to Wharton to learn those four things," right? <laughs> and <laughs> um, you had to pick really? up the
0: jumper, as I understand.
1: And I had to pick up the jumper, which uh, you know I'm not wearing today, obviously. But I, you know,
0: someone likes to wear it from time to time, though.
1: Well, yeah, you know, everyone needs to uh, wear their uh, their U, you know U.S. business school jumper from time <laughs> to time, even if it is a self fulfilling prophecy for the moment. <laughs> but anyway, but the the real part with this thing that we we really learnt um, is it's. Not those four questions can be interacted in any way, right? But it's how you actually do that as a group. And the first really important part is to depersonalise that review. Mm. So it's always what, not who, right? Yes. That's really yep. important. Like if you're going to get people to come <laughs> into a review and really interact with it and feel comfortable with it, they need to know they're coming into an environment that's not going to point the finger. Yeah. Right, so Absolutely. it's not, Dean, your laptop didn't work and so we started a minute late today, right? It's just
0: it, the technology didn't work.
1: The technology didn't work. So in our review, what what's wrong with the technology? How do we have to make that work? Um, the other important part with these after-action reviews is everyone has to contribute. Mm, yeah. Uh, so it can't just be one person dominating it. Everyone's got to feel comfortable to have their say. Um, but they need to know to do that, they've got to have focus. So they need to know it's just about this. The after action review is about this. And that's what we're doing. Um, No blame is really important as well. So again, you know, not pointing fingers, not blaming it's, it's what happened? What are we going to do about it? It's also important to focus equally on the strengths and the weaknesses when you do this, because everyone will go with what went wrong. But you've also got to go with what went right, and why is that a strength, and how did it how did it work? Um, and lastly, for the leader in the business, they need to remind themselves that they're guiding that session, not le- um, leading, and you know, leading the session and trying to dominate it. They're guiding the session, they're leading the discussion, but not over contributing when when they do these after action reviews. Um, and I think so. The four. What did you intend? What actually happened? If there was a gap positive or negative, why did it occur? And what would you do differently next time? There, are your four points, but yep. adding those other elements to that session is gonna make it really successful. And it doesn't have to go yeah. for long either, Dean.
0: No, no, no. And an example of how we do it as well within Absolute Wealth Advisors is that we, whenever we finish a project, so when we've gone and done the tax planning for all clients or an annual review, process or the enhanced FDS process, like as we've gone through those particular processes and projects, and we get to the end, we we've got a process now where we've got a f- survey form, which takes the personality persons out of it and just actually allows us to collect that feedback on what went right and what went wrong from the inner in an individual project so that you can take that forward and learn from it when you do that same project going going forward. So Um, Really valuable in terms of um, a process because we all need a process to follow. And the second obviously important thing there, Craig, is the discipline to do it uh, consistently as you have quarterly meetings or projects because you actually get better at running a project and dissecting and reviewing your project as you do this more and more. So you're never going to get your first quarterly project right in terms of all the elements and you're not going to reflect on it properly either. But as you practice that more and more over time, you find you build that muscle of critically reviewing your, your rocks and actually having an opinion of whether those things worked well or what we can learn from it.
1: Exactly, mate. Exactly.
0: Very good. All right. So that's a couple of things that you want to critically think about in the reverse of going, how did we go in the year? And we want to take yep. that motivation and positivity into the next financial year. So believe it or not, uh, we're kind of more than 3% through the year uh, at the moment. And so uh, the reason why we know that is we run some scorecards and new business that track the progress throughout the financial year. And so 3% is already gone. Uh, so there's only 97% of our time left to, uh, to close new business and all of those things. So time does get away from us when we, when we plan out our business and get started in, in July. But Craig, what are kind of a couple of things that you're seeing that businesses are currently doing or you're encouraging them to do at this um 30 June, sort of first of July juncture to help them uh look forward for the next 12 months?
1: Yeah, and I think it's it's once you've done that reflection, then you know you can actually put that there. Now now it's time to to look forward and uh and and drive through. And and so it's about. Having clarity and focus, mate. That that's really what it comes down to. Have you set up over the next twelve months what you need to achieve? Have you broken that down into quarters? Um, and are you being held accountable to it? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, you know, I know I've said this in a few uncommon sense episodes, but when do you wear your advisor hat, and when do you wear your business owner CEO hat to make sure? That you get those things done and so you've got to have a plan Mm. but it's got to be simple enough to follow not big enough to put in a bottom drawer and ignore um you've got to know what you want to achieve but whatever's going on in this 12 months also has to be contributing to what 10 years looks like yeah um so being clear being focused and having someone to hold you accountable to it
0: yep absolutely and so just leveraging off that craig because that's obviously what we do here at uncommon sense uh, but we, um, the, the, the sort of the funnel of where we think of is we, obvi- we definitely started that uh, top level, which is checking in and reviewing the vision of the company. Like, where are we actually going over the next 10 years? And so that's our guiding light of our destination. Um, there's everyone knows probably the pilot analogy of constantly being off course, but pulling back on course. So that checking the vision every year means that we're getting back focused on where we're heading as a, as an organization. So that's really important. Uh, we like to review and talk about our values at this point in time, not to yep. change them every year or anything like that, but just to polish them, frankly, just to remember them as well, and to make sure okay, personally that we're living our values, that we still believe in them, work out maybe how we might encompass the values within things we do over the next 12 months, Uh, But just check on those things uh, first and foremost. And then if we come down that funnel, we then get into more detail the closer that it is because that's where it's more important. And so we break that 10-year vision down and we bring it down to sort of a three-year target and a one-year target as, as things that are quite achievable over that point in time. And so everyone will kind of do their revenue forecast for the next 12 months. And so it's a must do in terms of what you intend to grow, uh, and what you intend to spend throughout the year and what we need as profit. So there, it's definitely something that we need to do and then forecast that out for the next 10 years as well. Um, But we also like to paint the picture of what, what does our business look like in one year's time? And what does our business look like in three years time? And that painting of the picture is almost the all of the other things that go around the dollars and cents of the PL. So what do we want clients to feel when they arrive at our office or what do they want to feel as part of the service? What, as the owner of the business, putting that hat on, what do I want to do in my days and, and time spent in the business so that you can get that down on paper so that everyone knows it and you're heading towards it? Uh, yeah. If the advisor wants to retire in three years time or or work 50% of the time or change their hours, for example, then the business needs to know that and the business needs to be working towards that as a three-year goal. I think it's difficult that if you came in on the 1st of July and said, well, I'd like to go three days a week at the moment, it's really hard for businesses to change quickly. Yeah. So we're about understanding what change needs to happen over the next Three years as something that's achievable, breaking that down so that we've got a one year goal that's getting us closer to that three year goal. Uh, and then right at the bottom of the funnel, Craig, is all of our 90 day business plans. And so if you Google 90 day business plans, there's <laughs> a thousand different templates and a thousand different uh, variations of it. Um, so it's not a unique idea by any means. Um, but the main thing about this 90-day business plan or the quarterly process is actually the discipline of doing it consistently for that 10-year period, actually. But first and foremost, you've got to get the first quarter right and do it before you can possibly move yes. on to the second quarter. Uh, but the quarterly rocks or the 90-day plan is all about breaking down your one-year goals into achievable component parts. Uh, and we're sprinting. Uh, amongst our businesses we're sprinting to the end of our quarter which actually ends on the 31st of July uh, because we want to get our projects finished so that we can move on to next ones Um, and so that's a really important uh, discipline that you learn over time about how to scope uh, the job that you want to do over 90 days but frankly how you make sure that you can achieve it over that period of time as well so since having a plan and then and then not being able to uh executed because of um poorly defining what the rock what the project is that you need to do
1: yeah and i think dean you're right like what we're talking about today we know is not unique right? we we know that these things have, have been out and about in businesses for a very long time um we also know that there's some businesses that go i just don't need to do that and you know if that's that business's choice that's absolutely okay but what we have learned over a period of time is for those progressive businesses that want to keep innovating, keep executing, keep pushing forward is that the best people at that find accountability partners to really help them drive it and push it through. So it's, it's not us going, you know, uh, you know, here's something new. It's, It's to be able to go, you know, you need to engage in something like this and Paul Great point, mate. You know, it's also important not to take on too many rocks um, because then how do you achieve everything? But back to when you were talking about the values and stuff, Dean, as that reflection, I think that's more important than people actually realise because Mm -hmm. Paul's point just then about not too many rocks, you also need a process and people around you in your business to make decisions to know that they're the right decisions to go and execute on. And yep. your values actually play a massive, massive role in that. Like, because every decision you make, does that suit our values? If it does, then it's a good decision. If it doesn't, then why are we thinking about it?
0: Mm, um, absolutely.
1: And, and all of that kind of thing. So th- this stuff is fantastic for people to sit with someone, to hold them accountable um, and, and to go and get it done. But, we, yep. you know, it's not unique in terms of concept. But perhaps sometimes, you know, like I, I know that, um the businesses that have worked with you you Dana and certainly this isn't trying to be a plug for you but what i hear from them is they're clear they're focused they know what they they have to achieve in that quarter and they know which hat to wear to go and achieve it which i yeah, think is ab- a critical cool part of it
0: and that's that's the co- the the coaching context wherever you go in in whatever industry right and we often go to su- su- sport as a as a coaching thing as well And it's like tiger woods was the best in the world and had five coaches um at different points in time and and um went back to first principles during that journey as well in that he changed his swing halfway through his career to learn it differently and which is which is I imagine very difficult not that I'm Paul's about to make a golfing joke right now (laughs) Uh, I'm just preempting that um because I'm I'm not uh very good at golf at all but the point is is that professionals do have coaches to let them see what they're not seeing um and and go on that journey as well and so the the thing that we've had and learned over time in relation to that values piece as well Craig is that it's really helpful when you have business partners uh and you have different competing goals at different points in time and so and that creates obviously conflict between business partners not that you're jumping over the table and fighting one another but just tension conflict which is perfectly okay when you're in business um, but when you fall back onto your values as the core of why you're doing what you're doing and you can be aligned on the on the values um that's that's incredibly valuable over time because that makes the team the leadership team whoever's in that very very confident and very uh their ability to lean on one on one another at different points in time so, the framework, Craig, in terms of uh, doing this reflection, like the the action for people that are listening, really is to do. We do this activity quarterly, um, but you can, but definitely doing something annually in terms of reviewing the past performance uh, of the business. In terms of what things did you actually achieve along that period of time? What were the wins, and what were the what were the challenges? Uh, We use what's working and not working to identify that and it's really valuable to reflect and understand what you've done over the last 12 months. We underestimate and we forget how much we're capable of achieving over a period of time because we're just doing it every day. So reflection does add a lot of value and Craig, you can conclude on direction. Oh, no. Craig's gone, everyone. Uh, I think it's Craig. Yes, he's left us. Uh, I'll bring you back into the meeting room. Uh, we shall see. You back? I'm back. Okay, I'm ladies back, and gentlemen, yeah. that, was, uh, <laughs> that was live, uh, unscripted exit from Craig, uh, but he's back very quickly. So, Craig, I was putting you on the spot to conclude for uh, our listeners uh, about direction. Oh, uh, the
1: direction is denied how to change when your 5G drops at two and a half gigahertz and bring yourself back very quickly. Um, So, uh, you know, don't panic, relax, breathe and figure out what to do next. Uh, um, But, you know, reflection for me is really important. Like When I speak to advice business owners, when I speak to advisors, when I speak to uh, operations, team members and the like, I always say to them, have you stopped for five minutes and just looked back and gone, what's happened in the last six months, 12 months, 90 days, whatever? Have you really reflected on what you've achieved well? Yeah. Um, And they always go, oh, no, not really. Mm. No, not really. Um, And you go, that's a shame because I can see just in the conversation we've just had how many things you've achieved and what you've done so well. So please take the time to stop and actually look at what you've done. That's
0: yep, my big takeaway yep. Yeah, very, very good. And so that's the reflection and the direction is 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 having the discipline to really set that top of the funnel about where you're going as a as a business. Uh, if you do it on your own, do it with your mom or do it with your partner or do it with another advisor. Um, but actually, help someone helping you through those questions is is definitely valuable. Um, and yep. then they're your accountability buddy at the same time because that's the challenge that it's really. It's quite you're, you're alone in business especially if you're a one advisor practice and own practice um, and so having a support network to lean on is really valuable to work through those things um, so that's us for today uh, two tech hiccups uh, along <laughs> the way but thanks cam for uh, knowing that we can roll through all of these all of these things uh, now and not look shit on video so it's really great uh, to have people <laughs> listening live and having some comments coming through so thanks everyone for being. Uh, for being online and and, uh, joining us today. Um, We've got some guests coming over the next few fortnights. So uh, that will be revealed as the guests confirm their availability and their acceptance fee. Uh, But beyond that, really appreciate your time today and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye, everyone. Cheers. Bye-bye.